almost on time. <laughs> almost, right? Almost. Closer than we've been in a long time. <laughs> right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Cemetery Files. This is episode 21. We have a special guest, Charles Rosenay. And he's on his we're way. just waiting for him to. Yeah, he's on his way. So um, we'll just kind of we'll get started. Oh, there, oh, he, there is. he is. Ta -da. There he is. Ta da! Shall we bring you in? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go. There he is. We'll bring hey. him in. There he is. It worked. <laughs> Thank goodness. Great to see hey. you guys. Great Good to see, to you. see you too. How are you there doing, he Charles? Just got started. I've been filing stuff at cemeteries around town is one of the two. <laughs> oh, nice. That's always a good day. Right. Yeah. Some of my favorite places just to hang out and do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we want to thank you for coming on. Um, yeah. This has been a little bit in the works. We, mm -hmm. we've had a great season so far and it's, it just keeps getting better. So um, why don't uh, we go ahead and, and let our, listeners and our viewers know exactly who you are and what you're doing i uh, wear many hats today i'm not wearing any of them but uh, i produce the dracula tours to transylvania dracatours.com i've been going taking groups of people who love vampire vacations to romania for now 25 years wow um, I, wow yeah i produce the paranormal conventions and Connecticut and in Salem, and we have a, a big one coming up November 11th and 12th at Salem State University, Salem, Massachusetts. I do, um, I write books. I've got two out uh, that are of genre interests. The one is the book of top 10 horror lists, and then uh, True Ghost Stories of Connecticut. Nice. And, uh, and I've been having a ball all month because just literally every weekday, I've been at a different library in the state doing a presentation, signing copies of the book, just blabbing away and having fun. I love it. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, my first book comes out. Yeah, it sounds year. like you're Yeah, it does. So yeah, so it sounds like you're super busy. So <laughs> um, let's let's talk a little bit about the Paracon. I think I have a couple of my friends that are attending your Paragon as speakers. Yes. And um, Adam Began and uh, Nathaniel Ewell. Yes. So I think yeah, I think so, I think yeah. they're Talk on. A pretty sure they're on at three o'clock on Saturday. We're just getting all the scheduling together. But you know the, that guest mm -hmm. list is just—I'm really, really proud of it. And this morning, I, you know, I, all along I was saying it's a, it's a Salem Paranormal and Horror Convention, and I'm seeing you know we've got these great, great paranormal guests, but only really one horror guest. We have Tara Buckman. <laughs> from Silent Night, Deadly Night, and of Cannibal Run and a bunch of credits. Mm. And just this morning, I was right. able to add two guests from Friday the 13th, part two. Oh, uh, far out. Lauren and Bill uh, Randall, who both, I think, got killed in the movie. I yeah. have to rewatch it. But so that now I feel good. We have vendors who have the horror <laughs> merch. They have the paranormal stuff. Love so it's it. a better a better mix of the two. But I'm really Love looking to uh, forward to Adam and, and Nate's uh, talk because this is their first convention appearance so it's exciting oh, very cool yes yes and they chose yes. you for their first yeah it's awesome we chose each other oh, yeah. There you go. yeah very nice yeah very nice yeah uh adam's really cool i've known adam for a few years now and yeah he's 
he's gonna he's a great addition to your paracon i think i would agree i think so, so too and he's you know so yeah he's so, um, very promotional minded i love that he's constantly you know social media and sharing and creating very creative he's a really special guy yeah um, he is very much so yeah um Talk a little bit about um, some of your experiences in the paranormal and some of the things that kind of gave a, a pivotal moment in your in your life that you said, hey, this is something that is really a part of me. Yeah. So I came to the paranormal universe late in my life. I was always this horror kid, you know, who loved monster movies and horror movies, everything monster, horror, all that. Um, and well, I was running a haunted attraction, actually, in Connecticut, which is part of my... <laughs> genre portfolio and a guy comes up and he tells me you know the place is haunted and i'm like okay whatever you say uh i said thanks i did obviously did a good job because that's my job is to make it haunted <laughs> right guys um no he says no really really he says let's talk about doing an event here we did an event and it was called proving the paranormal and i was very impressed not just by the presentation but by the people's results and I said, you know, I want to do more. I want to get more involved. I want to immerse myself. I want to learn about this. Started doing paranormal investigations. We went to a place called Dudley Town, which just blew my mind, the results we got at a place like that. And in each place, I'm not, I'm not a, a medium. I'm not psychic. I'm not clairvoyant. I don't feel the things that the people I go with do. But time and mm -hmm. time again, they will say where to take a picture. And that's kind of, I want to say my talent, if, if there's such a thing, aside from promoting and, and blabbing, um, it's the fact that <laughs> they'll tell me where to take photos and amazing things will come out. You know, the rule of thumb is you take three photos. I'll take 20, 30, 50, whatever it takes. And I'll right. get amazing shots and amazing shadow figures and things in the photos. That There's one shot I have, which was taken in the Ansonia um, opera house, which had been boarded up and untouched for so many years. I get in there and I'm told to take a picture in this place. Everyone's feeling a cold air in there and everyone's taking photos. Nothing's coming out. And I took one. And guys, there's these two Nosferatu looking specters. Wow. About 10, about 10 feet off the ground, literally uh, levitating across the room. And I got wow. an amazing shot of it, which I used in the book. But I, I don't know if I had that one. It's, what's ironic is that one pivotal moment that we talk about, I actually had in college. And I don't know if I just dismissed it as, okay, this is cool, you know, seeing a ghost. <laughs> or or mm -hmm. if it was a repressed memory and I intentionally didn't forget it. But when I went to publish the book, I remembered it so distinctly. And actually the person I had the encounter with, I, I sent them a copy of my chapter and I said, please, Look this over. I don't want to embellish it. I don't want to add to it, make it spookier. That it if this is exactly how you remember it, he goes, Charles, verbatim. That's exactly how nice. it happened. And it's the story of the pink lady in New Haven. And uh, she mm -hmm. would come out literally uh, at a certain time on her porch and no face, obviously an apparition, but with a flowing pink negligee. And I went with uh, with my buddy and we saw him. Was I was so amazed that I brought my parents the next night and we saw them too. We saw them the second night and the third night. I'm like, this is amazing. I had to bring a car full of friends. And when I went the third night, I was looking across the street and I'm thinking, wait, maybe someone is doing projection. projections. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And nobody was, there was nothing across the street. It was de nice. demolished buildings. And I thought, well, it, it, now in retrospect, 
had it been happening now, I would have thought, well, someone has a remote control. They're doing something special. But mm -hmm. in those days, no, it was the legitimate thing. And we never went back. And I didn't think of it until years later when I'm more in the paranormal field. And I'm thinking, my God, I had this amazing thing, this amazing uh, occurrence and totally forgot about it. And I'm so glad I remembered it. So glad it happened because it, it, it adds for me validity. It gives mm -hmm. me uh, credibility in my brain. Uh, I'm, I'm always the second guy mm -hmm. on, on paranormal teams. You know, there's the shaman and the showman. I'm the showman. I'm the one who comes <laughs> in and plays. I play the skeptic. I play the non-believer. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm the one that takes the pictures and shows the proof. So I'm loving every second yeah. of this experience. And, and, you know, I do some things tongue in cheek, but never in disrespect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So that goes back to that old that that saying you said at the beginning of the show is that you were a man of many hats. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know. You know. When do you so, sleep? That's my question. When do you sleep? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Between I mean, two I've in the got, morning. And oh, shit. <laughs> I, I've got so much going on, and I'm trying to figure out how to do that one last thing and still sleep. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm uh, right, I'm at the right. computer. Everyone's asleep in the house, and I'm like, I got one more share, one more one share, more thing, one more thing. Got to mm -hmm. add one more right. promotional right. item. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Right. Yeah, one right. more. Right. Just do one more. So how long? How long? You, how long you been doing the the Paracon? So Paracon, we started right after um, COVID, and it was literally one of the first events in the in the state right after COVID, and it was Connecticut's first paranormal convention there's two actually there's one uh the warren seekers event phantasmicon which is actually coming up mm -hmm. uh this coming weekend and i'll be a guest there and i'm, I'm actually what you guys you're gonna laugh many hats so my main way of making money is i'm a dj i do parties i do events you know weddings all that stuff so i'm djing the pre-party mm -hmm. the vip party on friday night <sighs> And then on Saturday, I'll set up my table and hand out flyers and promote the Salem event. So everything kind of connects. What I'm really proud is that, you know, um, that the, my. Oh, we lost him. We uh, lost him. We lost him. We lost him. Okay. Okay. That's fine. We'll keep going. He'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. Right. Wow. No. It, yeah. It sounds like he's got quite a, quite a bit going yeah. on. And, and just, just in that small span of him speaking i mean it's just it sounds like it's just he's on the go all the time shoot i yeah i'm like i don't think i have that much energy well i'm looking and at I'm, all the stuff that's on my plate and it's like he's he's pretty much right up there with me and i'm like where the fuck do you sleep oh my god right right yeah right no but yeah it it sounds like that the paracon is supposed to be you know pretty huge so i'm mm -hmm. i'm really happy for adam and and nate and you know they're speaking events and you know kudos and shouts out to both of them yeah you know love you guys i think that's an awesome thing that you guys are are there and yeah well that's a big event i mean salem's one of the one of the go-to's for even non-believers they want to go to salem they want to go to salem massachusetts mm -hmm. they want to do right. witch, the witch stuff yeah even non-believers right so you know um yeah i would love to go to salem too uh, mm -hmm. a buddy of mine josh that i um had as a guest host once uh he went to salem with his with his wife and they were it was around halloween i think it was last year and he they they loved it i mean it was mm -hmm. just mo more so the colors i think you know but yeah i mean it was it would be an experience to go to that 
you know, that tone. And, you know, I think that I think my, my wife just watched uh, Hocus Pocus one and oh, two with her friend. Yeah, my favorite. You know, and and her friend's never seen the first one. Oh, so she was like, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta see yeah, it. Yeah, that's kind of that. That yeah, that's kind of like a, a mainstay for sure. Yeah, you know. But oh, yeah. If you get, but yeah, if anybody, so, if anybody's questioning why we're drinking coffee and yawning, it's because we're both yeah. exhausted today. I mean, I'm still recovering. Yeah, from we're exhausted. Months, so what a great right. event that yeah. was! Oh my lord, I, right. I it just mm-hmm. it was. 10 rows or more. I, I'm that's what I can count from my memory of vendors. Um, each side had maybe five vendors on each side, and it was just in speakers and networking and all kinds of stuff, fun stuff. Right, right. And Charles is back. Okay, okay, we filled him in as much as we could. <laughs> I never had it before. My phone said. Uh, the, the temperature on the phone was too hot. I had to wait for it. To- you, Jay has that. Jay has that issue. I have that issue with my phone, too. When I used to do it, before I set up all this stuff, I had to do it in my car, and my phone would overheat every time. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. 50 degrees out. I don't get it, but I, I, I cranked the AC, so. <laughs> there you go. Right. What I was saying is, yeah, and I appreciate you mentioning all the stuff that's going to be in my show. Um, the, the show that I'm helping out with, I'm going to be DJing on Friday night and then vending on Sunday, uh, on Saturday rather. And I'll mostly be, you know, signing copies of both my books, but also handing out like tons of flyers for the sale of Paracon. And what's, exactly. And what's neat is that, you know, right. the two promoters of paranormal conventions in the state work hand in hand. You know, they, they're guests at my show, I'm guests at their show, you know, so it's really mm-hmm. cool. Right. right, that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. how many how many vendors right. are you expecting at yeah. this new at this program or at this show? Last year we had about fifty. So, I'm, when all said and done, I think we'll have fifty. Also, at the Connecticut show, we reached eighty, which I think is pushing it a little. But we have enough people to support it. Um, Good. Between the vendors who sell the paranormal stuff, between their psychics and readers and tarot card, all that stuff, and then there's horror merch. And there's the guests themselves. Most of the guests have, you know, tables because some of them are authors or some of them have stuff to promote. So, yeah, about 50 tables. And what we do differently, which I love, this is my personal preference, is everything's in the same room. Oh, yeah. The guests speak on stage and the vendors can hear what's going on. Mm -hmm. If somebody's buying stuff, they're not missing a speaker. Everything, you know, I don't have like a room just for the vendors, a room just for the special guests to sign, a room for the speakers, a room for the museum. Everything is contained. And that's I, awesome. I, I love doing it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's probably the way to go. It's just so everybody can be encompassed in everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, and you never know so. what might what might spur the uh, the interest of somebody. And they may be buying a tchotchke for Aunt Julia at home and hear something in a speaker that just goes, oh, I know about that. And they, they become more interested in the paranormal through that. Yeah. So right. Because so many people at different shows, and I'm guilty of this too, you, you pick up the program and then you get caught up in, you know, oh, wow, this is such cool stuff. Yeah, I'm going to bring some of this from my kids. I'm going to get this for myself. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, 
oh, 3.30, I missed Sam Baltrusis. I don't want to miss him, you know, that kind right. of thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you get, you love someone on stage, even if you're not sitting in the front watching it. Yeah. Right. You still get to hear it. Right. Yeah. Right. I think that's a great right. thing for, right. I, I, the Paracon I went to this last weekend had everything in, in one room and that was just awesome. Where was that? Which one was mm-hmm. that? was Tennessee Haunts and Legends. Oh, wow. And how, how many vendors? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say I think we had at least 10 rows of them. And there may have been like five or six on each row. I don't remember. It's I didn't count them, but it was huge. Nice, nice. I it love- was it was yeah. the biggest one yet for us. So every state should have one or two and as long as they get along and they have it at different times of the year, there's enough room. Yeah. Because right. demand, yeah. right. such a demand for it and people love it. And, and it I, gets so busy in October too. October is ridiculous. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, first of all, if you go to Salem in October and you should have one, at least once in your life, um, <laughs> find a place to park. You wait two hours for a restaurant. The hotels charge triple. So oh, God, no. We do it November 12th. By then, the, the people in Salem can go, <sighs> you know, yeah. great over, and they yeah. want some more fun stuff. So we, we don't just get, you know, the locals. We get a lot of people from out of state. It's a very much a very much a New England event. Very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Salem's actually one of the ones yeah. that's on my list. Yeah. Yeah, it's on my list as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never been there, but, you know, I mean, it's the people that I know that live in that area and they talk about the history, especially, um, you know, just the old buildings along the, the colonies, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. just a lot of that stuff is just ripe with history. And yeah, I love it. I'd probably you walk know, through so. those buildings going, that one's haunted, that one's haunted, that one's haunted. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. People, yeah. you know, people yeah. associate Salem with the witches and the witch trials and all that stuff, and that's what's put it on the map. Um, I contend that Connecticut deserves a similar um, recognition, but let, let you know, let Salem bask in that. But besides the witches, my God, there's so many <clears throat> buildings and, and schools and cemeteries, and it's just, yeah, it's an amazing place to be. Not just for one day and go to which museum, but really yeah. spend three, four days there, and it's you're really going to soak it all in. Yeah, I had somebody right. that was yeah. at the booth next to me at the event two weeks ago, and they were from Connecticut, and he does a cemetery stone uh, rehab. Really? He, yes, he rebuilds cemetery stones. It's uh, beyond the gravestone. And he does amazing work, and he was telling me how haunted Connecticut is. Well, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense, guys. Places that a had incredible wars and bloodshed, mm-hmm. um, and all the emotions, yeah. And then pound that with so much of Connecticut was built on Native American land mm-hmm. and and buried mm-hmm. grounds. So you can, you know, it makes sense. You know, there's certain places that will just be for common sense be more haunted than other yeah absolutely and right. it's just it it's a beautiful right, right. state 
Yeah, I love it. Mm -hmm. I'm a Bronx guy. I was born in New York. So to me, Connecticut <laughs> is still country. You know, I love it here. Well, the thing that I find so fascinating right. after I moved over to Tennessee was how you could be in a different state so quickly. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, in, in Oregon, it was like you're driving clear across the state just to get to California. <laughs> it's just an eight-hour drive. And here, right. it's like two hours, and you're yes. in another state. Yeah. yeah. Love so, it. Yeah. And, and you know, yes. I think, when I think, you know, I've done all the investigations and gone to these places, some new ones pop up, and, and the activity there just, wow. And, um, you know, I haven't done out of the state yet, but I'm on the verge of that. But just every one we've done, it's really great because people have had results. And, you know, sometimes you can go out to the most haunted place on the planet. You know, we've got, I've gone to Borley, you know, the rectory in England. I've gone to places in York and in London and around the world. Prior to being in the, in the paranormal field, I, when I was doing the Dracula tours, I'm also doing ghost tours to very haunted places. And we've done, mm -hmm. you're not going to believe it, we've been to Hungary, England. Ireland, Scotland, Cuba, Israel, uh, Prague, Eastern Germany. We've done ghost tours to there. And I was just kind of the tour guide and a travel, you know, the host to make sure everyone has fun. And we never had results, but we went to all the most haunted places. And now I go to places and it's nearly all results, results, results. And even the places that I would never expect, mm -hmm. you know, to get anything you know we get we get amazing stuff on the spirit boxes and in i've had a lot of fun and i've been able to team up with a lot of really great people i'll do a shout out to uh, sean austin from uh, 28 days haunted on netflix mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah yeah we returned to the captain grants inn in preston connecticut which was the site of his 28 days haunted experience nice and, and we did two weekends there some of the stuff that happened, we just, ah, mind drop, mouth dropping, mind blowing. Um, I'll, I'll just give you one I'm example. I'm getting chills. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> one great example. So Captain Grant's, one of these sleepy towns in Connecticut, it's near some casinos, but in and itself, you know, it's not, you know, not the most uh, urban of places. And it has a cemetery, family cemetery in the back, an old crypt. And in the front is the city ancient cemetery. And we come to discover that there's an old underground crypt at the cemetery. Oh. I mean, right. Just hearing that makes it cool. Right? Yeah. So get everyone, me in. Get me in. <laughs> three, three different nights, everyone visited it. I did it. Stayed back. And everyone's like, Charles, you got to go. Next time, next time. What, what happened is on the Sunday night, two folks came from Maine and they were a little late. So they missed us going there earlier. I said, all right, I guess I'll go with you guys. And it was Sean Austin. I can't remember who else. These two people and myself. Now, 45 minutes earlier, everyone had gone to this underground crypt. They'd gone inside. They took <gasps> photos. They wow. used the meters and all that. Listen, listen. When I went there 45 minutes later, all of a sudden, the path to this crypt was covered with leaves and trees and branches. It was no longer accessible. Wow. There's no human reason. First of all, if it was a human, it was playing a prank. 
they would they would have had to have a team of 20 people do that in that time period. It happens so quickly. So it's something unknown, something uh, an anomaly that caused that area of entrance to the crypt to have been covered. Maybe the, some entity that was involved in the crypt said, "Hey, enough visitors this weekend or something." Yeah, right? something like that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's right? insane. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome to get. Um, so that is after cool. the Paracon, um, so we've got the which one's coming up now, the Connecticut one or the Salem one? So I'll tell you what's coming up in order. This okay. weekend, I'm finishing up my haunted attraction in Connecticut called Haunted Trolley. Nice. <laughs> nice. Spent okay. on an actual ancient trolley line. Last, oh, cool. Last year, we did very paranormal with a with a seance with ghost stories this year we went the murder mystery route so that ends this weekend love it it's full tilt promotion till november 11th and 12th and that's the salem paranormal uh and horror convention salemparacon.org but every night tonight i'm in a place called monroe connecticut tomorrow i'm in darien connecticut the night after <laughs> every night i'm doing book signings in libraries and then in december uh, we're doing um, uh, um, a psychic fair. It's called, I wish I had the flyer, I would show you. It's called the Connecticut Holiday Psychic Fair Fest. And it's in a place, you're going to love this, called the Witch Doctor Brewery. <laughs> wow, I'm there. <laughs> in a Beard Paranormal, hands down, I'm there. <laughs> it's a place called Southington, Connecticut. And um, so that's a free admission show. The first time I've ever done a free admission show, 20 vendors. It'll be amazing because sort of for the holidays, I wanted to give back to the paranormal family that's been supporting me and coming to all the events. So we do a free admission show on uh, December 9th and 10th at the Witch Doctor Brewery in Southington. And meanwhile, I'm just pumping out copies of <laughs> True Ghost Stories of Connecticut. Uh, people are loving it. The website for that is www.paranormalconnecticut.com. Yeah. And then my first book, which is more horror than paranormal, is the, the Book of Top Ten Horror Lists. And the website for that is bookoftop10horrorlists.com. That's awesome. Wow. So, wow. Uh, so it sounds like you've got a lot going on. I, you know what? I, I would go crazy if I didn't. And if I'm being perfectly <laughs> honest with you guys, I came from softball this morning. I played a doubleheader. <laughs> and the, when you win one... Oh, wow. <laughs> You have to play too, so I had to play too. That's what was the close call. Uh, I, I have a full life and a beautiful family, and I'm blessed that everything that I do, I love, but everything I do brings a lot of people joy. Yeah. Whether, whether it's the right. DJing or right. the conventions or the tours. So, I, I, you know, nice little niche here. So, do you have a crew right. that helps you out, or is it just you that goes out and. Well, forever I had a concert. No, forever I had a partner, and we were the shaman and the showman, and so now it's what what fits the event. You know, I'll bring in a different shaman for a different event, and I'll have, you know, that paranormal, uh, for lack of a better word, um, the knowledgeable one who really knows the stuff, who brings all the equipment along. Mm -hmm. I'll, book, I'll book the places, I'll organize. What I love doing is the full night experience where we'll have dinner together, we'll do an orientation, I'll BS for a little while and talk about my history and how I got involved with this. 
Then we'll teach everyone who, who are newbies how to use equipment. Some will bring their own. Some have been on numerous ones, and they'll bring their own. And then we go to the place and really do an investigation. So, you know, a lot of people do that in different parts of the country, obviously. But it really wasn't done that same way in Connecticut, and that's sort of my niche. Uh, and we try to do a once-a-month event. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm hoping that so, it's yeah, the, before we yeah. get events going. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, so basically, when you're doing these events or you, and you're, you were talking about the way you, um, you know, you have dinner with them and you do all this other stuff. Has that always been something that you wanted to do or did you just start doing that or is that? Well, so when I did the Paracon, that really just opened my eyes to the how many people, I, I didn't understand how many people were into it. And I'm, I'm not gonna say that I, I got it from the commercial point of view, but I got it from the entertainment point of view, mm -hmm. as well as, you know, I, I see both sides. And I saw the people, you know, who lived and breathed it. And I, and I saw the people who liked it casually, like myself. And I thought we've gotta be ways to combine the two because I understand the purists and I understand that, you know, being an outsider to this, I needed to align myself with people who are on the inside. And I wanted to really um, always do things that would gain respect. I never wanted to do anything that was embarrassing. And so we always would pick places that in the beginning were very well known and unheard and untapped. So I had that right balance of places that, well, when I mentioned Dudley Town, that's the place people always wanted to go to. We were able to go there three times before we got that cease and desist. But we had amazing, <laughs> amazing, amazing... Uh, <laughs> uh, that was pesky there. little cease and desist. But I was saying, so <laughs> the same way the Connecticut Paracon led to us doing, you know, these like monthly or so um, paranormal investigations, it also led to the book because I met so many people who had so many, and I would come up and say, you've got to have like this one great story you want to share. And the, the answer would be one great story. I got dozens. I got hundreds. And I say, no, 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 no. I need one. Because if you could give me the one wow, the one that, you know, will shock people, the one that no one will believe, but you know is true, I will put that in a book. That was my, literally my criteria for putting together True Ghost Stories of Connecticut. Because as you guys know, whether it's haunted Kentucky haunted uh, Alabama, haunted anything. Mm -hmm. Those books are out there and they're great, but they'll pretty much tell you the history of the place right? and where it's located. I didn't want that. That's been done. What I wanted to do is I wanted to tell stories of what happened in those places. I wanted to, so the criteria was A, it had to have something to do with Connecticut mm -hmm. and B, it had to be true. I didn't want yeah. anyone I didn't want embellishing. I didn't want phoning it up. I didn't want to make it more scary. And by meeting all these people at the Paracon, I literally found like 30 contributors to that first book. And what happened was, you'll get a kick out of this, guys. The next year's convention, when the book was ready, a lot of the people who contributed chapters to the book were either guests or vendors or visitors at the convention very so, cool. So I would sell the book. I'd sign the front, and people. It was like a scavenger hunt. People would go through the room, getting everyone's cool. autograph. So That's awesome. Like 15, 20 signatures in the same book. So that, that would be so cool. 
so cool, right? Oh, awesome. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great idea. Yeah. Okay, so we don't have the air conditioning on anymore. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm trusting. It sounds I'm like you're in a wind phone. tunnel. No. The phone should be cooled enough now. <laughs> Yeah, sitting in a bowl of ice. There we go. Okay, so we got all that going on. Uh, so what are your plans for 2024? What's the one unusual thing you're going to do for 2024? Um, I've got a book coming out on the monkeys. <laughs> Nothing to do with Paracon. No, so uh, obviously I'm going to do a, a 2024 Connecticut Paracon sometime spring or summer. But I really wanted to, and I haven't have found the place for it. I really wanted to do the Amityville Horror and Paranormal Convention. You know, Amity Horror and Paranormal. Because there's a lot, a lot of haunted events in and around Long Island. But there's not a convention per se. But I haven't mm -hmm. found the right location mm -hmm. for it. So that's been on, on the, you know, on the checklist of things to do. And I just visit a lot more places and, and have a lot more events so that people can do this monthly um, gravitation. Um, I plan to do two or three more psychic fairs in the state um, because they're, they're just they're fun and easy and the vendors just love them. And then I have to think of what I'm going to do for the haunted trolley because when I used to have um, a, a, a haunted attraction called Fright Haven, it was easy. I'd throw mm -hmm. in the actors, I would change some of the scenery, and it would be the same year to year to year. But on the trolley, I've sort of set a higher stupid goal for myself and that's, <laughs> and that's to give myself a lot of work and to change it up every single year so now i'm going to spend quite a few months coming up with another theme for it because you're only allowed you know 40 passengers on the trolley it's not yeah. like hundreds and thousands of people are coming through the doors like i used to have at my normal paranormal i mean my normal haunted attractions so to give them a special curated event it, it, you got to entertain them while they're there. It's 20 minutes one way, mm -hmm. 20 minutes another. That's a long time to be on a trolley without entertainment. So I got to fill that um, pretty carefully. I don't know what I'm going to do next year, but I have, have to top myself somehow. Right, guys? Yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you always have to yeah. top yourself. Right. It just seems that you've you've got so many uh, irons in the fire that, you know, it's just... Ridiculous. <laughs> it, it, it is. It's kind of ridiculous. I mean, I... God, I don't even know how you do it, but um, talking about some events uh, like you're going to like the trolley thing next year, uh, has has there been a moment where you uh, had something like come to you like a, an idea for like a paranormal or paracon that you just haven't made happen yet? Oh, it's a great question. So um, I, I'm not reinventing the wheel. I mean, you know, <laughs> what, what, what I'm doing is being done in other places. I just I, I just feel that if I add my personality and I give people, you know, fair value that all the events that I do are, are going to be successful. I, I always go into everything I do with that thought. Um, what I've been getting a lot of recently is nothing to do with the paranormal was the people who've taken the Dracula tours with me and have gone on the ghost tours to all these places in Europe and everywhere else are like Charles where are we going in 2024 <laughs> and I don't know yeah I hate to admit I don't have the time Virginia City I, I to, no like to fly out <laughs> yeah. to France or Italy or somewhere really special 
right. um, you know, Notre, right. Notre Dame. I, there's our, there's places that are in the back of my brain that I'd like to bring people to on these tours, but then I'm promoting it and taking away from something else. And then I got to be away for a week, you know, when I'm hosting it. So I don't know this, this year was, was library year, pushing the books. I also produce as if it's not enough, right? I produce the Beatle festivals <laughs> around the uh, around the state and overseas, and I also do Beatle tours to Liverpool. So um, that suffered this year because I'm, I, I wasn't able to do an actual festival in Connecticut because I was so involved in everything else. So as much as I'd like to think that I can get everything <laughs> done and wear all those hats, you know, one you're burning every candle. One of them, one of them burns yeah. out before the others. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to probably go with, um, you know, two or three or four psychic fairs, one major paranormal convention in Connecticut again, the Salem show, God willing, it'll be successful this year, it'll be successful next year, and then a bunch of, you know, paranormal investigation visits, which will include the dinner, the orientation, and then the actual locations. Right. Right. Very cool. Wow. Yeah, you got yeah, you, you cool. to watch yourself on that candle burning thing. I had a doctor that said, yeah. not only have you found a way to burn the candle at both ends, but you found a way to start it in the middle. <laughs> so you can't do that. Yeah, right. And I got, right. and I can't let my phone get too hot either. I just covered it. <laughs> right. And that's somebody telling you something. Yeah. You know, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Right. So um, with this, the Paracon that you have coming up in November. Yes. Um, is there anything that you want to promote, anything that you want to tell our listeners um, what they could expect or anything special that you want to share? Yeah, thank you, because I probably wouldn't have mentioned it, and I should. If you go to the website, obviously, you're going to see all the guests. You know they're going to have vendors. All the guests are going to be very accessible. They're going to sign autographs, take pictures. Most of them will talk on stage. But aside from that, there's a gallery done by Scott Allen. Um, uh, from I believe from Boston and him and his partner Christopher are going to do a separate galley at one o'clock each day as part of the uh, event um, on the campus right near where we're having the convention so there's you're going to get an extra dose of a paranormal gallery um, also I haven't announced the location but our main guest uh, world famous mentalist the amazing Kreskin uh, is is going to be doing a night event and we haven't announced the location and uh just because we've been working with three different places that want to have them and i'm thinking well one is cooler but it's a little further one is nice and it's local but they want to have it early in the evening i want to let people go to dinner and then go to that so i'm weighing them all and i'm gonna to have to i mean i'm gonna to have to announce it quickly because the show is uh, november 11th <laughs> and 12th but those are the two things that people should know that is not yet on the website not yet in our social media but there's a a one o'clock separate paranormal gallery going on and then in the evening uh, the world famous amazing kreskin will be doing his show which he's been doing probably 50 or 60 years oh, he's yeah. the he's the og i love saying you know that when people think <laughs> of when people think of the paranormal you, the warrens right comes mm -hmm. to mind yeah yeah <laughs> the first name especially in connecticut because that's where they're from when you talk about magic it's houdini right of course mm -hmm. when you think about mentalism and mind reading if you're of a certain age you go back and remember kreskin mm -hmm. on the johnny carson show oh and yeah 
and having his own ESP board game. And he's he was just whatever he did then, he still does. And the people are like, how the did he do it? <laughs> I'll sh I'll share a story with you guys. You'll appreciate. He, okay. He, in his prime, he was doing, let's say, 300 shows a year, right? He'd be booked all over the place. And part of his actual event was put his check, his payment for the event, in an envelope and hide it in the room. And he would find the check or else he doesn't get paid, right? Mm -hmm. Guys, he never didn't find the check. And it oh, wasn't wow. like he, it wasn't like, oh, he spent two hours looking at every corner. He would blindfold himself, he would whatever it was, and he would find it. And you should, I've seen it because I paid him to appear <laughs> at events, and I thought I hit it in the right place, and he always found it. So the man has some in, either incredible talents or unbelievable tricks that no one knows. And right. he's, written, he's written a bunch of books, but he's never given the uh you know the secrets to his secrets right yeah. right yeah well you know yeah there's been a couple people that i've ran into that they just you wonder how they do it you know mm -hmm. and it's just it's you know it's crazy but it's people like that 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 bring a crowd that people can actually go and see like the crest can can just people can have a good time and enjoy you know the classic or you know, something like that. So kudos to you for having him, you know, with that paracon because that's that's a that's a nice draw. That's that's yeah, really awesome. That is a really great draw. We had him in Connecticut and uh people just, just they love him and they were so respectful and they come over and he signs autographs, they has books out, they get his book. But when we did the Connecticut show, we had an after event at the church believe it or not, next door in church. Just don't do anything de demonic, please. I go, no, right. no. <laughs> <laughs> and right. we brought in, the opening act was uh, Freskin. And he, he said he wanted to open. Um, and the close, and the, it was a twin bill. And we also had John Zaffis. The oh, whole, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love John. Collector. He is and such a sweetheart. I yeah. love John. And I had to say, nothing demonic. No exorcism. This is... <laughs> Yeah. Goes, Charles, Charles, I get it. That's a good John Zaffis, by the way. <laughs> you, 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 you probably have learned that you need to put disclaimers in some of that stuff <laughs> for your. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do yeah. 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 You have to. You have to. Sometimes more with the guests than the right, attendees. Right. It's true. Right. Right. It reminds me when we did the uh, the haunted trolley last year. Part of it, I call it a séance, but it was a scrying session, and you and your audience uh -huh. know what a scrying session is. And we actually did that on the trolley, and it was a shamanic trance, and we had the camp, and people, you know, ch and, and people were looking, in, and some had results. But one woman comes off, and she goes, "How dare you do this?" And I'm like, "What? Calm down, you know." And I'm thinking that you, you, you're, you're wasting everyone's time, and there were no results, you know, because most people don't have results, and they right. walk off, and they're, you know, all right, well, it was fun, but you know, I didn't have any kind of experience. She goes, "Don't you know you opened a portal? There were portals <laughs> to to demons on the other side." <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry, I didn't know we did that, and I don't think we did it. And he closed it at the end. She goes, "No," and she came this year to the murder mystery, and she comes. That was a lot more fun. He <laughs> 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 was sincerely, sincerely afraid, and maybe. <laughs> 
I gotta uh, go, you know, you know, give her a little I'll give her the respect that maybe she saw something coming out or maybe she had an experience that right, some of right. some of us didn't. You know, I always have to understand that there's that possibility. Yeah. Or she, right. or she or she was nuts. Whatever the case right. may be. She, <laughs> yeah. she did uh, right. Yeah. Right. She came I, back. I'm going for the later, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's it, things that other people experience that you don't know what triggers them. And right, you can't right. you can't be responsible for that. So right, right. so we did a scrying session. Uh, the first time I was ever part of one, and it was sold out. We had 50 people, called it Proving the Paranormal. Um, this was my early years of this, and I, I was on the outside, and when people came out, I was ready for the worst. You know, I was ready to get beat up. Mm -hmm. You wasted our time, blah, blah, blah. First one out said, oh, my God, I saw dead relatives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Next <laughs> one out said I was staring in the mirror, I was in my chair and I started levitating mm -hmm. and I'm like, this is, this is like people coming out, thanking me for putting on this event and, and they're, they're having experience. Now the, the third one was the one that shocked me. It was a friend of mine from Trumbull. He runs um, those escape rooms Yeah, yeah. And, and he came with his family and he was one of those, how long is this going to be looking at his watch, <laughs> rolling his eyes. I go, why are you even here? He goes, well, they wanted to come. I'll hang out with them. He comes out and his face is white as a ghost, sort of like wow. the glare, like the glare on my head. And he's, <laughs> he's Charles, you won't believe it. I go, what, what, what? He goes, I was staring in the mirror and all the people were on my side and they were still in the mirror and I disappeared and I couldn't oh. get, and I couldn't get myself back in the reflection. I go, you're, you're bullshit. You're, you're not really. He goes, yes, <laughs> wow. yes, honestly. And the girls walking behind him totally unrelated she goes oh my god you're not gonna believe this i had i was saw myself in the mirror and everyone else disappeared so that was really the first major paranormal event that i was involved in and I, i'm not gonna say that i was like you know oh i'm a convert i was converted by that but i'm like right well, there's obviously something to this that was the first thing that triggered it and as i continued and as i did more and more well it's more and more obvious that there's there is unexplained things and there's a lot to this whole paranormal thing and I, i'm i still consider myself you know as much as i'm doing all these events i'm still that outsider because i don't have that third eye i don't have the mm -hmm. sixth sense and I, and the people who i'm with do and the people who attend are certainly do and well, what i find Charles, you need to stop referring to yourself as a, as an outsider. You're not. You're just a different element of the paranormal. And without right. those that promote yeah. and have that ability, we can't progress. Because right. you have to have people like you that promote, that get us out there right. and, and, right. Yeah. and bring yeah. us right. to the forefront right. of people that are normal. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. And me, you're not me an and, outsider. You're just a different element. Me and Kelly both are gifted. And so, I mean, it's without people like you that promote and do all that stuff. Yeah, it's it's a main it's a main thing. That you're means not a lot. Outsider. Thank you. Yeah. No, I find myself being an apologist at times, and and thank you. That means a lot when you're saying that. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. And when I do my library, you know, my library appearances, and I tell the stories about the the, the scrying session, and I and I talk about you know my book and all the great stories in it, um, I, I give way to then I introduce my my colleague at the event. You know, I'm not the one who at that point 
will show the equipment and take the people around these ancient libraries on the things. I'm still the one who's doing the introduction, and I'm still the one as an insider. <laughs> I'm not an outsider, as an insider, but I still defer. You're an enabler. All right. I, I like that word. I'm an enabler. <laughs> and I still right. defer to the people who, who've had more experience. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Right. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, without people like you, it, you. it we wouldn't be yep. anywhere. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, know, you for I that. Mean, there is there, you know, there's there's a reason why that you're on the show. You know, I mean, that's the plain and simple. I mean, everything happens for a reason. Everything and, happens for a reason. You know, and having all the the great vendors and guests at your at your paracons and your other events, and you know, mm -hmm. all those people are put in your path for a reason. You know, all of them are, are there, you know, they're not NPCs. They're supposed to be there. You know, I mean, they're so, yeah, kind of soak it in because, mm -hmm. you know, it, being enjoy. humble. Yeah, yeah, enjoy it. Thank yeah. you. I, I am, and you're I, doing, there's, there's I'm, not very many of you in the, in the field. There's, there's not very many that, that one, you're introducing this to other people that are quote unquote normal, but you're also giving us an avenue where we feel safe to right. express ourselves. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. I'm very proud of that aspect of you of, have a very integral part to this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. That yeah. Means a lot. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, um, Talking a little bit farther about, or taking a little bit further about the Paracons, do you have something uh, like investigation-wise that you have that you want to promote? Um, no, actually, no, because I, I, I figure that I have too much going on with, <laughs> uh, with the trolley October, Para Salem Paracon November, Connecticut Holiday Fair Fest December. That what I was doing, interestingly enough, is I was having multiple events in the same month, and I was feeling that I was shortchanging one with promotion. And okay. I think that if I if I now wait and do my next event, January's tough because it is freezing in New England. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. In January, and February, really tough. But maybe take off a month. Or oh, oh, we lost him again. Ah, oh, the phone. Oh, the phone's oh. overheating. Quick, turn on the air conditioning. Right. <laughs> He'll be here. There he is. Turn on the air conditioning. <laughs> we have we have a question from the audience. What? We do. Dan there Draper. Do you still Charles? investigate cemeteries? Yeah, my, one of my favorite ones. We try to do it once a year. It's called Stepney Cemetery. Stepney is like a little um, neighborhood in Monroe, Connecticut. And if you know your history, Monroe is where the Warrens come from. And you won't believe I'm doing a library today at 530 in Monroe, Connecticut, the Edith Wheeler Library. But um, the Warrens are buried there. And this, oh. Place, oh. this place is very famous because the white lady ghost, she travels from the Union Cemetery in Easton, Connecticut, spends time there, and spends time in the Stepney Cemetery. So I love to do investigations at that one particular one because there's um, across the street, there's a, a witch paranormal store called Effigy. 
a nice. shout out shout out to my friends at effigy um we go for uh, a pizza across the street perfect we walk to the cemetery where the back is very very haunted there's this amazing shed which was probably the the crypt keepers you know where he kept his stuff but it's got a cross on it you know which really it's it's so strong because you know that it's warding off things and then next door is the church where apparently and I can only go by what I've been told more because they don't keep records of this more mm -hmm. exorcisms were done there than any other place in the United States. Wow. So, oh, wow. so that is a hit place where we, you know, there's so many things to do within the three or four hours that we go there that that I love going to. So thank you for asking that Stepney cemetery. The other cemeteries I mentioned earlier is the two that are at captain grants in, uh, in Preston, mm -hmm. Connecticut, because it's got the family plots in the back, the old, the old uh, tombstones and in the front, I, I, you want to say the new cemetery. It's not. It also goes back <laughs> to 16, 1700s, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's the town's uh, cemetery. And in my book, you know, people talk about different cemeteries that I haven't been to yet. Um, and I just I just want to bring people to a cemetery and say, yeah, it's haunted. I want there to be uh, actual reasons and history behind it. Um, mm -hmm. There's another one called in Stratford, Connecticut called Booth, uh, Booth Memorial, where there's... Um, which is coven area where they used mm -hmm. to practice. And then there's these old buildings owned by Satanists, this family that, you know, had a lot of money and was building, 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 but they're in that cemetery, which is next to all those places. So we've done a few great paranormal investigations to that area in Stratford, and those have been very successful, but yeah, I wow. want to add more cemeteries. Nice. There's Oak, there's an Oak Hill cemetery in Southington, where I thought, well, maybe I'll add it, you know, after we do the Connecticut holiday fair fest, which is in Southington, I thought, well, maybe I'll do a night event, but it's just too much too soon. So that's on the docket for the future. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it just wow. gets to be too much after a while. And it's like, when do you take a rest? Right. So I wanted to suggest to something to you, yes. Charles, um, please for a future event, think of, and I'm just going to say this and you can run with it. And think of spiritualism 1920. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Oh. Yeah. That mm. keeps coming into my mind and that I was to mm. mention it to you. Spiritualism 1920. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. What well, else do we got just, here? Well, just think born, about it. I was born in 1920, so this makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh! Oh, hell yeah. We got to get me. down to old Raleigh. Yeah. Ooh. What it what, what I read it to me. Uh, it says maybe when you're touring, speaking events will allow you can check out Old Raleigh uh, Cemetery in Memphis, Tennessee. I would love to. I've only been to Memphis once, and I didn't do anything me paranormal. Too. I know. I went to Graceland. I went to Pigeon Fork. Was that near there? I'm Pigeon Fork yeah. is up in it's up in the mountains. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. A clear across on the other side of the state. But I went mm -hmm. there. I went there to forever. Yeah. And I'm uh, in Tennessee. Loved it, loved it, but I have not been back. And I would love so many places I want to go to. You know, I was happy I did a, a ghost tour weekend to New Orleans, and we had a phenomenal time. <gasps> New Orleans yeah. is on my list. Oh, oh yeah, it's a Orleans. must. And, and mm -hmm. spend a few days. You know, do the <clears> ghost tour. <throat> go do the ghost tour one night. Voodoo tour another night. Mm -hmm. uh, zombie tour another night. There's just so much to do there, and it's such a hip town. I loved. It. I loved. Oh, it. the food. Not, just not for the town. food. 
not a town, a city. Forgive me. Forgive oh, me, New Orleans. It's so <laughs> gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Just beautiful. Yeah, uh, I think we're about wrapping it up. Yep, um, sounds good to me. Uh, Thank you so, guys. So Thank much. you so much. Yes, you've been your an graciousness awesome guest. and your graciousness and in, in getting this arranged is just uh thank you thank you thank yeah, you thank you thank you, you. Thank thank you. you so much I, I love you guys i hope we get to uh share some experiences together in the future i do too uh, yeah if you, come, if you come to tennessee look me up because i'm here in tennessee definitely and i'll go one, with you one more plug salemparacon.org uh, come visit. It's at the Sa It's only nineteen ninety nine to get in. Uh, right. Salem at the Salem um, Salem State University South Campus, Salem, Massachusetts. Uh, I look forward to meeting fans there and 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 meeting you know new people, old friends, fans of you know the supernatural, fans of our guest speakers, and uh, it's just like a big family. So that, is awesome. that is just awesome. That is just awesome. Right. So everybody, if we want to. Thanks, oh, Charles, for coming. I'd just be, you know, I'm very happy that that we get, actually had this time to to talk with you and to find out everything about the Paracons and about you know what you got going on in the future. Mm -hmm. And remember that spiritualism 1920. I'm telling you this. Let me for type a reason. Spirit. <laughs> spiritualism yeah. 1920. Putting it in the phone as we're that actually it. that actually might be a good little theme for you. Yeah, all right. There, I love there was a so lot going on during that time period. Right. Interesting right. stuff. Right, right. Yeah. So well, again, we want to thank everybody for being here to watch this show. Uh we will be on next Monday at noon, as far yes. as I know. And so hang tight, hang have... tight, hang tight. We have next Monday is going to be <gasps> Miranda Young. Miranda Young will be of there. Ghost biker. Nice, nice. All we right. get tech motorcycles. <laughs> so thank you, Charles. Thank Thanks, you, everybody. Guys. You you can find it. You can find this uploaded onto everywhere you get your podcast, iHeartRadio, Apple, whatnot. So it'll also be up on YouTube. So we want to yep. thank you again. The cemetery and... files rocks. We love yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye, guys. Thank, Thank you. you.